0: I'm going to put an applause sound effect in here or some shit. Well,
1: you should. Like, mama, we made it. <laughs> or in your case, daddy, we made it. I'm the mommy on this podcast. You are. I can't even say I'm the fun parent. At least I pay regular child support.
0: That's true. I think you're the fun parent, <laughs> Olivia.
1: Yes.
0: We've been doing this for two years.
1: I'm so excited. <laughs> Look at us. We're doing a damn thing. Two years.
0: Yes. So for our second year anniversary episode, we decided to go on a little bit of a research rant.
1: Let's do that.
0: And talk about frustrating experiences we have when doing all the deep dives and going down these black holes. No pun intended. There are just certain things I've noticed But I'm just like, why does this keep happening? Why is this a thing that happens every time we research X subject or X type of subject? The one thing we encountered it more, I think, during some of our like Black History Month Mm -hmm. episodes, we encountered some issues where we would like Google certain queries or subjects and then Google would come through with some shit as if it didn't know we were black.
1: It's always very white focused. Like you have to really specify black and then you have to dig for it because sometimes if you want a black source from a black person, good luck, because you would have to dig for that. It's always white preferred on top. Mm -hmm. White people's experiences or white people's understanding of black experiences. Size that.
0: Yeah, it took Google a while. I'm like, We've been doing this for a long-ass time now. Why are you doing this to us? Like I said, that was earlier this year we were encountering that bullshit. Mm -hmm.
1: And Native people.
0: The other thing I have found, too, is that we can Google certain topics that are Black issues, and some of the first articles that come up about it are surrounding the controversy.
1: Always something negative. How come I just can't get the facts? I don't give a fuck what a white person thought about. Right. Anytime you bring up black, somehow it automatically becomes political. For example, Beyonce's Super Bowl performance a couple years ago. Oh, that was so political. And it's like, why? Because she was just doing black stuff. Or if you say black people's opinion on All of a sudden, it's political. The searches, when you type in different things that you're looking for, it always comes up with some sort of controversy and makes it some sort of political issue when it's fucking not. Being Black is not fucking political. Or maybe I'm wrong. Shit, I don't know. I just try to be a fucking person. It should
0: not be, but it is.
1: Okay, I would agree with that.
0: One instance of this, I was trying to think of an example for y'all. And I think when we did... I think it was an episode that we did last November where we talked about monuments and the messages we send with the monuments that we erect in this country. Uh And for whatever fucking reason, we could not find the first monument of a black person in this country. It kept going to something to do with a slave master or something to do with some statue where a black person was in some pose or scene related to subjugation. Why Why is this not a clear-cut thing? I guess it's American history. It's not going to be clear-cut. We had the same issue with the Native American thing, too. Oh, my goodness. Um We tried to look up the first statue of a... Native American and we had no that luck wasn't
1: racist oh my lord that was not done by a white person
0: the other thing about looking up stuff about black people we encountered this when we did the black disability history series Man,
1: that was about to be my next thing yes yes finding these
0: articles listing top five black disabled people who did whatever who kicked ass and then they had people in there who were Native American or indigenous, you know, not necessarily indigenous American, but indigenous of a different land, person of color, not black. OK, why did you do this?
1: Right. Like, you know, there's actually black people you could put in this article. Ooh, that like, pissed me off. These people belong in their own article. I'm specifically looking for black people or black disabled people or whatever the case native disabled people don't put somebody who's not in that group in this fucking article and then sometimes you know you have to well we always get multiple sources because that's just what that's how you research but then you you go and you find another article and you're like oh i found this really great person for example actually it was woman man killer i was doing her and i was looking for originally it was black disabled women And she was in an article in one of my searches. And I'm like, Wilma Mankiller sounds like a a native name. And I go to find out she was. It said it right there in
0: that article, too. Like it just listed the people's names Mm -hmm. and then it went into detail. And so you're going down this list. There's like 13 black people Mm -hmm. who who kicked ass. And then number seven was Wilma Mankiller.
1: And at first I thought, well, because we're blind we can't see pictures I'm like is she black and native because that'll work
0: right she wasn't right very notorious not not. for
1: right so then you start questioning everything else in the article like so wait are these people what i'm looking for or do i have to start from scratch all over again
0: I know that is a struggle sometimes when we research people because we can't see them. I'm like, I need to find a source that says that they were Black American or African American or something. Like, don't fuck with me Mm -hmm. because I Googled Black educators. And then you go throw somebody in here whose granddaddy was Black. Doesn't count. Don't do this.
1: Or they worked with Black people.
0: That doesn't make you Black. (laughs) Or the yeah, or they advocate it for black people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. That's great. We needed you, and you and you got a, in it in a dirt. But a different podcast can cover that shit, right? I mean, we've talked before how we had the same issue with disabled people. I mean, mm-hmm. we had our whole episode on the way that disability is covered in history, and then we got these articles that says, you know, top ten disabled people that kicked ass, and then you got people in there that don't got. They don't have disabilities, okay? We did our whole gatekeeping disability episode. I don't care how controversial people think that is. I am sorry.
1: Not sorry. But
0: listen, there are socially acceptable disabilities to have. And when you put people in these articles that have, what was one of the examples?
1: Breast cancer. Oh my God.
0: Yeah, that was the one that really made me fly off the handle breast cancer. No, listen, you are a badass for making it through cancer and cancer treatment.
1: You're a badass. But then like, you don't have a disability.
0: You belong in a different article.
1: You belong in a different article.
0: Do not take space from people with disabilities.
1: It's like somebody fucking breaking a leg and then be like, oh, that's a temporary disability. You are disabled. It does change the trajectory of your life for that time while you're healing. But after you're healed, you're not a disabled person anymore. It was stuff like that. No disrespect meant to the people who have accomplished those things and they have these conditions. However, we're not talking about you. We're not looking for you for our research. Nope. That was really rough. Honestly, when you got that specific and you were like, let's do at one point, wasn't like black disabled poets or black poets. There was a few times we had to broaden our search because it was like, we're not gonna find much.
0: With the Black Disability History Series, I do think I made the suggestion that the last two days of that series, each of us could cover a Black disabled woman author. That's when you were like, ah, uh, <laughs> we have a problem. Help. If you want to keep it that specific, we have an issue, and then that's when I was like, okay, well, it could be anybody. We don't have to.
1: The information is not that these people don't exist; it's just not out there. Yeah, or you really gotta hard go to find deep diving. You gotta get down in the mud.
0: You gotta go to page fifty of Google results. You do. We've done, done some Google searches where you only get five results on a page. This like we fine. have been that specific, and then three of the fucking links don't work or whatever the. F- <laughs> We got to talk about finding these links that don't work because this has made me so mad.
1: That's a different kind of hell.
0: The first time I can remember us encountering this so frequently is when we started doing the Native American stories. Yes. To me, this is very deeply saddening. When was the first time we did it? I think...
1: Wasn't it March?
0: It was for Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right.
0: For Thanksgiving, our tradition is now we do Native American stories on the podcast. That is our way of honoring the people whose land we live on. hmm Trying to find tales that we wanted to talk about because I do theme the episode. So, you know, we're looking for very specific stories. Obviously, we want ones that are interesting to us, whatever but man it is sad when you go to click on these links and they're broken links or it goes to i hate this so much it goes to some organization that is absolutely nothing to do with native americans it's something to do with massachusetts or whatever state organization or museum but i'm like
1: what happened to the story it's another thing too if you want Native American resources written by Native Americans. That's Play what we want. Fucking luck!
0: We found some good sites.
1: We have. I'm
0: scared to like find that. What if some of the sites we found have like more broken links or don't work? Yeah. i was just like, can we please, please don't? That was really sad. It is. I mean, it's cool to find the sites though, where you click on a link. And it's got like 15 stories on one page. And I'm like, hey, yeah. hey look at this treasure trove. All right
1: now, That's I'm about really cool to do it. Find. For sure.
0: So I don't know how long it took me to realize this. We've been doing the Black Beauty highlights since March of last year.
1: Mm-hmm. It's been that long.
0: Yeah. And we did take a break. The first two months of this year, or so, we didn't do them. We decided not
1: to. And people were actually concerned. At least, your people were actually concerned. Like, hey, you guys gonna keep? I doing know the black there beauty were highlights? people They're like, what? You listen to this? The fact
0: that people were asking, like, hey, what happened to your black beauty highlights? I love to. Somebody said this. They were like, "You know, I really enjoy those. I I feel like people are racist if they don't like stuff like that." I'm like, (laughs) "Can you bring us podcast listeners by telling people they're racist for not (laughs) listening to this podcast? That's terrible manipulation." But I mean,
1: um, if it works,
0: (laughs) that is quite the uh, sales tactic there. We've been doing them for a long time. And I have just noticed, you know, for the longest time, I think you, Olivia, your black beauty highlights were all women until, I don't know, this spring. And when I was talking to you about the research I've done for black beauty highlights, because I've covered men and women, I was like, it's very interesting in the way that men and women get talked about differently when you read their biographical information. And I think we even saw it too. I pointed it out to you because during Black History Month, that's when we were researching men, right? Like we were Mm -hmm. researching James Weldon Johnson. right? Think of how James Weldon Johnson was talked about versus how Rosa Parks was talked about. Anytime you look up women, it's always, this is who they married, This is how many children they had.
1: This is who they were to other people.
0: And they talk about their accomplishments in addition to being a mother and a wife. It's strange that men usually do not get talked about in that way. I mean, I even think of this with like Martin Luther King. They didn't talk about him as a family man in the resources that we were looking up. Go look up Coretta Scott King though and it'll be a different story, right?
1: Oh, for sure. And I think it's just, the whole in keeping of the idea of women being their primary purpose is really who they are to other people. Are they a wife? Are they a mother? Because those are still things that perpetuated again by white supremacy, but okay. That those are what women are quote unquote intended for. Whereas men, those are looked at as more kind of a hindrance, a wife and children is something that they have to provide for not a family structure that they're expected to take place in you know
0: right well and i think too men get to be seen as these people who like their purpose is to benefit society at large not just be over a family
1: i would argue that their purpose is to create society versus just be over a family. They are looked at as the leaders. They are looked at as builders, whereas women, they might use words like leader, but it's always in a holistic approach. Oh and whereas when they talk about men being leaders, it's more of a aggressive, always moving forward, kind of more of a hard-nosed idea of what a leader is versus a woman. They're like, oh, no, 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 she's collectivist.
0: Yeah. He gets to function independently Mm -hmm. and, like, act of his own volition, I guess. Yeah.
1: His success is first, his family is second. For women, her family is first, and her success is secondary, but it's really only acknowledged if it benefits a bunch of other people. Mm Mm-hmm. At least that's how I see
0: it. Some of these articles even go into detail about how women's careers were negatively impacted because they were taking care of their family. For instance, there was one of the Black visual artists that I covered, Augusta Savage. And there were times that she was on hard times because she was helping take care of her mother, right? She didn't even have children necessarily, but she was in a caretaker role in her family. And it's just wild that you never hear about men being in positions like this. Even when we talked about the Pan-African movement, I learned so much about Marcus Garvey by Mm -hmm. looking up his two wives that he had, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, you don't hear about him and having two wives and how the UNIA was actually started by Amy Ashwood, the woman who who wound up as his first wife. It's just so fucking strange mm-hmm. how an entire woman's accomplishments gets eclipsed because she married this guy.
1: Patriarchy.
0: Yeah, that is um, enraging to me. And I don't know, when Goodness. I do Black Beauty Highlights, I am hesitant to cover stuff like that. It's like we want to tell these people's story and the thing is excluding their family is still a disservice even though it makes me feel some type of way that it's there in the woman's story and not there in a guy's story. But Mm -hmm. I know that, okay, you can't exclude talking about their family entirely because that's a big part of their existence that dictates the way that they get to be successful, where they get to be successful Mm. and sometimes obstacles to their success because there was a woman another artist I covered who her husband didn't want her being an artist he didn't want her to have a studio in their house and she had to have a studio separate that he had no idea about like it's very interesting to know these types of things and it's badass though to talk about stuff like that because it's like she was very passionate about making sure she had a way to stay involved with her passion Mm. in spite of Of what her husband wanted. Men just don't get talked about in this
1: way. It is just crazy to me. Wow. It helps to perpetuate the idea that family doesn't mean as much to men as it does to women. That's why when I have done men, uh, -uh, I try to find shit that talks about their yeah, you do families because I'm like, no, no, no. You didn't get here all by yourself. You have people helping you, just like a woman had people helping her. And we're not about to do that. We're not about to play your mom if she was instrumental or whoever, your wife, your daughter, don't give a fuck. I am a proponent and a warrior for black women. Okay, so you ain't about to sit up here and play my sisters Mm -hmm. because you happen to have a penis. And I mean, these are not the men themselves writing these articles. No, a lot of these guys are dead. But I try and find stuff that gives a more well rounded picture of who these dudes are or were. So we can learn about their families and where they came from, where did they go to high school and stuff like that. Did they have wives? Did they have children? How many? Y'all get the same treatment when I'm researching your ass.
0: <laughs> yeah, I jip everybody in the family department on my Black Beauty highlights.
1: Nothing wrong with that. Almost and everybody. I think, I think that's just research styles too. Like what we find intriguing. You don't feel like that's a necessity. I don't feel like it's a necessity, but it's just how I research.
0: Yeah. I think you focus on all of the various elements that make them a person. Really making them more three dimensional is what you do in your Black PD highlights. And I'm just like, all right, what, what was the most kick ass thing about this person? What did they accomplish? What did they go to school for? What did they achieve? What that's more what I focus on.
1: I will say that yours doesn't make them three-dimensional. I think you cut to the meat of why they are a highlight. So I like how you do yours as well. You're like, okay, born here, but this is what they've accomplished and this is how they accomplished it. Meanwhile, I'm like, long ago and far away. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) It's just our styles. And it's like, you know, everybody gets something, right? If you're into the the meat and potatoes, you're going to probably vibe more with Ravens her black beauty highlights. And if you're into long, drawn out, get you a cup of tea, my black beauty highlights would be more your vibe. Ours are you about get more the engagement. same lengths, though. <laughs> they are about the same lengths. It's just the information that's expressed. Yeah. You get more engagements from, like, Twitter and stuff. People really actually vibe with your stuff. Like, you get the likes and the retweets. Actually, I think I just got my first retweets last month. Is it because I cover all these dead people? People probably. The people who follow us probably vibe more off of like when you do your like visual artists and stuff like that they like that sort of thing they probably don't care about the people that i do as much
0: i have not look i'm just thinking about the type of people that i cover cover lots of black educators that is really a passion of mine i was raised by a black educator Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i have a lot of admiration there is a great importance in black history and Black culture history, there is a great importance placed on the Black educator. Education was the key to our freedom. It's interesting when you think about the role education plays in other cultures, such as like Western European societies, where education was your key to upward mobility. Navigating the class system but ours was really about you want to talk about pulling yourself up by the bootstraps bitches
1: even if you didn't have boots
0: even if you didn't have boots (laughs) black educators were so key in the social economic and political progress of black people we had to make a way where there was none and the black educator was so instrumental i'm really passionate About celebrating our Black educators.
1: And you do a wonderful
0: job. This is Intersectional Insights. If you like our content, leave us a rating or review to help the podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you have any comments, questions, or topic suggestions, you can email us intersectionalinsights at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening.